Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this podcast, we'll be discussing what's caught Brother Earnshaw's attention in 2022. Over to you. Yes, so um, there were many things that uh, developments in um, Freemasonry, and one of the first one was um, the consecration of a new Masonic Lodge, the Science, Fiction and Fantasy Lodge, number (laughs) 10,016, in Staffordshire, of all places. Mm. Um, It's interesting how many unique lodges there are. Um, Of course, you know, I understand you belong to one that's uh, uh, interested in, uh, what is it, on the water, um, uh, surfing. Oh, surfing, yes, <laughs> yes. But there are also they're lodges for uh, fishermen and F1 auto racing fans, uh, <laughs> actors and musicians, um, and also the, the United Grand Lodge of England uh, has a scheme to promote Freemasonry in universities mm. and either in the, the college and university or nearby to attract um, not just faculty and staff, but students as well. Um, yes. So um, there are, you know, but I thought the science fiction one was kind of interesting. Um, and I looked on the internet, I found another one called um, Transylvania Lodge. Interesting. Um, which actually was all, always under dis- dispensation from 1995 for about four or five years um, because it never uh, got its charter. Mm. It was under the Grand Lodge of Indiana, and it was set up for the special purpose of uh, collecting blood donations to um, assist the Red Cross and local communities and hospitals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they only had... Um, a, one meeting a year, <clears throat> and <clears throat> the annual meeting was held on the night of Halloween, oh, October right. <laughs> 31st, to collect blood. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, but it's only one meeting a year. I imagine the Jews were very, very minimal. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, only a pint of blood. Yes. <laughs> um, it hasn't actually been active for some 20 years, but it was an interesting concept. Interesting. Um, I don't know if people know, but um, uh, a lot of the press pick up on the fact that um, there are uh, Freemason lodges just for politicians. Um, Mm. For example, um, let's see, it's called the New Welcome Lodge, uh, which is set up for members of parliament and parliamentary staff. And there's a second one in uh, Houses of Commons. I don't think... what was it Westminster Palace, uh, called the Gallery Lodge, which mm. is for the political press corps. Sure. And they're unique. Um, there's also another one uh, called the Alfred Robbins Lodge, mm. um, which meets in London, but it's not specifically for um, working in the Houses of Parliament. And um, both lodges have some 30 or 40 mem- members, which is kind of in- interesting. Interesting. Moving on from there, um, um, talking about lodges, there's been an increase in uh, vandalism and attacks on lodges. Um, I I follow um, Christopher Hobart's Hobart's, uh, blog called Freemasons for Dummies, Mm -hmm. and uh, he gives 
wonderful information on what's going on in Freemasonry around the world. And uh, he's he's reported a lot of vandalism in lodges, lodges being set on fire, windows broken, this sort of thing. I was wondering what could actually be done. What do you think can be done mm. to prevent this? I think it's a lack of education with regards to the craft. I think it's fallen victim to the conspiracy theorists. Mm. I think I think the um, the popular image is one of a elite cabal of elderly white gentlemen along the lines of Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons planning nefarious futures for people. <laughs> right, and right. I think they've given in to their delusions <clears throat> and gone on the attack without examining the evidence, which right, is quite right. sad. I think it's, um, yeah, it's just a popular delusion. I think mm. it's a popular delusion. So. Well, I know it's education, but I think there's also a kind of um, practical thing that we can do um, because, you know, uh, trying to educate the public, there's always going to be the 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 loony ten yes. percent who yes. are uh, won't believe anything you tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose um, you have to increase the insurance coverage of a lodge, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means the premiums go up and the lodge costs go up, and then eventually the dues will go up, which is another shame. Um, also, uh, cameras inside and outside lodges um, to which record the event it doesn't mean to say that um the perpetrators will be brought to justice but mm-hmm. you show at least you show that um you are protected by security yes that might det- uh, detract from attacks but mm. it's a very sad situation i remember the um uh ones in vancouver where three lodges oh yes I think two and a half lodges were burnt to the ground i mm. mean uh yes there was also and, one petrol bomb i think it was in london or was it in ireland like i can't remember exactly oh uh, yes no that was um uh in a country uh, not uh not stafford stratford upon avon somewhere uh, like okay yes, okay yes. Well, one of the sad things is if you ask you will be able to go into a masonic lodge if you just knocked on the yes. door when there was somebody there and said could i have a look around yeah you, more 99 of the time would be allowed to do that yeah I don't know what these people are thinking. We have a beautiful stained glass window, um, two of them, in fact, a pair, showing the symbols of all the the different degrees that we put Mm -hmm. on. And it's about, I would say, 10 foot high by about four foot wide. Mm -hmm. And somebody uh, either shot a bullet through it or with a catapult sent a missile through and it broke the window. Um, but we had it repaired, and now there's a sheet of perspex on the outside. Bloody but hell. Um, yeah, that was in Japan. That's in Japan, and uh, no people don't individuals don't own weapons. No. Anyway, onto something else, which I thought was interesting. Um, uh, in-house events. Um, yes. One idea was to uh, set up a a competition for um, but perhaps paintings. Uh, which embody Masonic values. And so you could offer prizes. So there'd be a small entry fee of, say, £20 or £10. And uh, then um, uh, you would be awarded prize. There'd be a, a you know, <laughs> so there would be best best in show prize and the best mm. category prize. And your, your, um entry would cost you 20 pounds but you may win 
200 pounds or something mm. like that if you have a, enough of a pool and so i think just one lodge doing it by itself may be difficult but you could get all say 15 lodges in the neighbor uh, in the neighborhood or the, the county and put it on i think that'd be a way of getting people interested in thinking about events for the lodge um another one i read about was um a board game that uh, two brethren in england set up it's called on the square i don't okay. know have you heard about it no i've not heard of this oh, no. oh, okay so it it's a kind of board game and uh, the idea is to collect cer ceremonial items from around the board and while you go around the board you meet other officers along the way and okay. the idea is you've got to collect all the items and meet all the officers in the right order and the first person to do so wins the game i suppose right um, but it's called on the board and um it uses iconography that's uh, used by the uh, Metropolitan Grand Lodge in central London. So it's, it's interesting. Um, mm. I did see a comment about it, which was kind of, I think that might want to be rethought, but um, I'm quoting, they say, by spending tokens, you're able to influence your movement uh, to get the numbers you need to progress. Now that sounds <laughs> like bribery. And yes, I'm not sure if that uh, actually gives the right impression of Freemasonry. No. Um, spending tokens to influence your movements <laughs> around the board. Anyway, so let's forget about that. <laughs> mm. um, then the last thing, which is kind of sad, we, we mentioned um, Grand Lodge of Indiana and uh, their uh, tra Transylvania Lodge. Uh, was it? Was it? What's the word? Um, Oh, I've forgotten it. Um, the, blood, the blood drinking lodge. A Transylvania lodge. Yeah, I was correct, <laughs> yes. Um, in, recently in Indiana, there's been a lot of infighting, and um, uh, one of the grandmasters of the actual the Knights Templar uh, has been removed from office. And mm. uh, it's a little bit... Mm, it's very complicated. Again, I would re recommend reading Christopher Hoddap's uh, detailed uh, account of the situation. Um, uh, in Japan, in 2017, we had a Grand Master uh, expelled. Um, he was past Grand Master of Japan, uh, Inomata Norihiro. Um, but then... Um, there was a lot of delegations and the next year he was reinstated in Freemasonry. But it's, uh, this infighting is something that really upsets me. Um, mm. And the latest one was in 2021 um, when the past grandmaster of South Carolina was expelled um, by the Grandmaster um, Disha, I forget his first name, um, Disha, 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 Walter, Walter Disha. And um, the reason was that Walter Disha said that nobody could have any meetings, that all meetings, Masonic meetings, uh, were suspended uh, because of the COVID issue and things like that. But um, some of the brethren thought, well, then, online meetings mm. um should be okay mm. and um this um this past grandmother mike smith 
had a Zoom meeting. But the Zoom meeting um, wasn't, uh, there seemed to be um, no, um, let's see, um, Masonic activity in these meetings. It was basically to see how people were doing, you know, have mm. like a health check mm. and keep people, you know, say, we haven't forgotten about you. How's everybody doing, etc. cetera. Um, these weren't tiled meetings. Um, they were just, uh, you know, meetings <laughs> to see, you know, keep in touch with everyone. Mm. But still, um, uh, Walter Disher, past Grand Master, thought that you know it uh <clears throat> defied his order and he expelled brother uh mm. most worshipful brother mike smith a little bit sad because I, um, I think that's quite childish well it's, it's sad because michael smith the illustrious brother michael smith he died um uh, mm. some months later november oh, 17th yeah. 2021 so he died you know, thinking that he had been expelled, you know, mm. and now then um, <clears throat> it's South Carolina. They had a um, uh, uh, kind of, of not a trial, well, like a trial, I suppose. Yes, a ma mm. Masonic trial. And they then um, expelled the past Grand Master Walter Disher himself. He was expelled. <laughs> um yeah, it's, you know, it's not what masonry is, but it's what we call it, I think they call it in America, um, sergeant who flashes his stripes, which mm. means that um, a person with a little bit of authority takes it to an extreme and likes to um, to show people that he has authority and make life difficult for people like yes. sergeants do in, yes. in the army. And I think this is a little bit sad, you know, why can't we all get along, you know, just, just cause he had a zoom meeting to see how people, I mean, I think that's actually a very Masonic thing to talk to people, contact them, see, you know, how you're getting on. Do you need any help? You know, a health Absolutely. check. Mm. It's, it's what Masonry should be. So um, anyway, um, I don't know the details. I recommend um, anybody's interested to to see um, um, <clears throat> Worshipful Brother uh, Hodap's uh, podcast, Freemasons for Dummies. He actually wrote the book uh, mm. Freemasonry for it's, Dummies. It's so. a very good yes. book, I will say that. Yes, yeah. And, but his, his um, website's also very informative. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so unique lodges, um, new ideas about, you know, um, in-house events and things like that. I think that's what we should remember. I was thinking the other day, um, <clears throat> when some lodges have uh, the, a very small um, carpet in, in the lodge. Yes. Um, and uh, the in, in Grand Lodge Japan, we have a large board. And I was thinking we could have use it as a chess board. We could have games of chess on the on the carpet. <laughs> um, and people could stand there, you know. Um, I don't think people want to be a pawn because that's already – but you could get small stools to act as pawns. <laughs> but um, the master could be the king. And um, yeah, yeah. We, we also have um, people who could be a queen, but that's another conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but knights and castles. And, 
Yeah, yes. Mm. Um, I think that'd be quite fun, you know, trying to see if, if we could have a, that um, would be a checkmate in, in 20 moves or less, you know, something <laughs> like that, you know, and prizes for everybody. You know, mm. we got, we got mm. to get people, you know, uh, activated in a lodge and enjoy coming to yes. the lodge. Yes, I think that that's, that's key. Just a little <laughs> bit of fun. I quite like the idea of the sci-fi lodge. I wonder, yes, I wonder who yes. be worshipful. Who would be the worshipful master? Would it be Darth Vader? <laughs> yes, yes. Worshipful oh, Darth oh Vader. interestingly, Darth Vader is he speaks through a triangle. I wonder if that has any significance at all. Ah, Look oh. at the shape of the helmet. He speaks through a yes. triangle. Oh, <laughs> what does that mean? Luke Skywalker, oh. the light and the dark, the Sith. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, the light versus the dark. Indeed, yeah, exactly. Indeed. These motifs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's Lodge uh, 10,016, <laughs> the Grand Lodge of England. You can look uh, it up. <laughs> certainly going to be a well-attended one. Staffordshire's a bit far from you, isn't it? Oh, it's miles away. Absolutely miles yeah. away. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll, I'll log in online if they do that. <laughs> Excellent. But that, that, was, uh, that was brilliant. Th- thanks for that, Brother Earnshaw. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and that just about brings this episode to a close. We now part on the square, and we shall meet soon. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Excellent.